Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. I'm so happy that you can listen in to today's episode, number 546, Five Strategies to Refresh Family Discipline and Restore Calm. Because it's good to do a wellness check on the type of vibe that surrounds your family on a regular basis. And if it's not the environment that you'd like it to be, why not assess and put new systems into place to improve things? Raising kids is a joy, but it also comes with obstacles. Disrespectful kids, defiant interactions, broken rules, they're all part of normal family life. Are your discipline techniques up to the challenge? Here are five discipline strategies that you can use to restore peace and calm in your daily life. 1. Take time for a reality check. The best gift that you can give to yourself and your family is to get real with an open and honest reality check. Set aside a quiet chunk of time and reflect on what's going well and what's not in your family's day-to-day life. Are homework struggles now part of your norm? Are your kids slacking off on daily chores? Are backtalk and sassy attitudes part of the mix? As our kids get older, they quickly learn to buck the rules to their advantage. Your fourth-grade daughter may have been happily on board with walking the dog every day after school, but now that she's in the seventh grade, hanging out with friends is much higher on her priority list. So her attention to her usual chores has gone right out the window. Now you're confronted with new options. Accept the change and begrudgingly take up the slack yourself. Give your child a piece of your mind and dictate that she's going to do exactly what she's told to, like it or not. Or have a heart-to-heart and acknowledge her feelings first. Then reinforce that being part of a family means contributing. Which method do you usually choose? Is it working for you? It may be time to change your approach. Sit down with your family to make time to review what needs to happen to promote household harmony. Get everyone's input and ideas so that you can create a new plan that's realistic and doable for all. Number two, review your parenting style. In my episode about parenting styles, we looked at the most common approaches parents take to raising their kids. The concept of parenting styles was introduced by Diane Baumrind, a clinical and developmental psychologist, to explain differences in the way parents attempt to control and socialize their children. Which of these styles do you see yourself fitting? Helicopter parents, who constantly hover over their children, just like a helicopter. They monitor their kids excessively, and they jump in whenever they see a potential problem. Free-range parents, they encourage their children to move through the world independently, 
and with very little parenting supervision. The amount of supervision a child receives usually aligns with his age group. Lawnmower parents, they mow obstacles down so kids don't have to struggle. Instead of preparing their children for challenges, they go to great lengths to prevent them from having to face adversity or failure. And permissive parents, they're loving and responsive to their children's needs, but they don't have many boundaries. They prefer to avoid confrontation, so discipline isn't a priority. If you're locked into a style that isn't working, Now's the time to reassess and change paths to find one that better suits your family's lifestyle. By being honest with yourself, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Number three, create house rules. Though I've always considered myself a rule follower, the idea of creating a set of family rules, it seems so corny. However, when my kids were entering their tween years, I relied on the advice of a family friend. She's a psychologist, and she explained that creating and posting family rules was a great way to encourage my kids to be more compliant. With my eight kids, I learned that if I allowed them to get away with bad behavior, like slacking off, backtalk, or whining, I could kiss any chance of raising a well-behaved child goodbye. There's no question that it's easier to give in and let them watch TV instead of doing their homework, especially when you're in the middle of making dinner and they're wearing on your last nerve. It's always tempting to bribe a crying kid with a new toy or a treat to get them to stop crying in the store and save yourself some embarrassment. Hey, it happens to the best of us. But if you invest the time in setting family rules and state them consistently for your kids, you can turn that rotten behavior right around. House rules make it so you don't have to overcomplicate things with lectures and lengthy explanations each time there's a discipline breach. Let's say your rule is no TV before school, and you find your kids firing up Netflix anyway. Time to invoke the house rule. What's our house rule about TV before school? It's not allowed because it might make us late. That's right. Please turn off the TV and get ready for school. Discuss your house rules with your kids so they understand why they benefit everybody. Good rule setting exchanges the old, because I said so, for here's why this is important. In our house, our rules have changed as the kids have grown. House rules can be flexible, and the great part is that the rules give kids structure and let them know what's expected no matter what stage of their lives they're navigating. Number four, generate positive energy. Positive energy is so contagious. When you constantly take in the positive energy from your surroundings, it'll be visible in the outer world. You get what you give. When you start your mornings off on a positive note, those gestures lay the foundation for their upcoming day. But it's easy to slip into a negativity rut and that can ultimately make your children negative and uncooperative. At one time, I was overwhelmed with a hectic schedule. We were running from activity to activity, challenged to find time for family meals and togetherness. You know, we just slipped into a dark hole that led to short tempers. Even the most routine interactions, having breakfast and getting the kids out the door for school and work, turned gloomy. 
I finally realized that I was part of the problem. If you find it challenging to maintain a positive outlook, take heart. It's possible to learn how to give off that positive energy on a permanent basis. I changed my entire mindset and got into a more positive groove, which was ultimately contagious for my entire family. And here's how. I woke up every day and I got myself into a grateful state of mind by reflecting on the great things that we had going on in our family's life. I took a 20-minute power walk in my neighborhood before the rest of the family got up so I could focus on all the good in my life. And as an added bonus, exercise is scientifically proven to reduce stress. And I focused on one goal that made me feel inspired and happy, like reading a new book, writing in my daily goal journal, making a fun new muffin recipe. And then I used that as my foundation for helping my family have a great day. And I always played upbeat music every morning when my kids got out of bed, and then that helped them get peppy when they got prepared for school. There are hundreds of ways that you can get yourself into a positive mindset every day. Once you get into this habit, it'll become the norm for your morning routine, and you can become a conduit for the rest of your family. This can so change your family dynamic in awesome ways for life. And last, number five, commit to non-yelling. Let's be totally honest. We're all parents here, and that means at one time or another, we've raised our voice or yelled at our kids. The reasons for parental yelling vary, but the bottom line is this. Somehow, we feel that yelling will get our kids' attention and get them to behave or comply with our wishes. As a mother of eight for the past 26 years, I can tell you that yelling never, ever works the way you want it to. In Psychology Today's Why Not to Yell in a Nutshell, Jeffrey Bernstein, Ph.D., says, Instead of viewing yelling as a way of controlling your child, you need to see yelling for what it really is, an expression of anger. Yelling is an adult temper tantrum. Ouch. So if yelling isn't the way to peaceful family interactions, shocker, what is? Parent as though someone is always watching. Several years ago, I was making dinner and I asked my son to put the dog out. I wanted to pull the ribs out of the oven without Molly jumping all over me. My son dutifully complied, but he forgot and he left the door open. The moment I set the ribs on the counter, the dog flew back in and grabbed them. It was an honest mistake, but I was furious, and I screamed at my son and everyone else in the house. My yelling, uh, that was bad enough. But what I didn't realize was that a neighbor had been standing at our front door the whole time. I was mortified. From that night on, I decided I'd try to never embarrass my kids or myself like that again. So I began reminding myself to parent like someone was always watching. This forces me to stop and take a breath and then deliver my message without sounding like a crazy person. Another thing you can do is turn your voice into a whisper. Even when you're not angry, you may find yourself yelling, Get in the car! We're late for practice! If you make a softer voice a habit, you'll be less prone to yell at other times, too. So when I turn the volume down and I whisper to my kids, it gets their attention immediately. They know I have something important to say. And catch them doing something good. 
This was one of my favorite strategies always. Our tendency, it's to focus on what our kids do wrong. And that's inherently negative. And about 15 years ago, the teachers at my kids' elementary school, they implemented a new system called getting caught. The teachers would be on the lookout for good things the students were doing. They'd catch them in the act, and then they'd give them a written citation explaining the good behavior. Those things included maybe a teacher observing a student befriending a new kid on the playground, or a child sharing his snack with someone who didn't have one that day. It might have been noticing a child who exhibited a lot of patience waiting in a long line, or a child who raised his hand instead of interrupting. The majority of the students wanted to rise to the occasion and practice good behavior because it felt great to be noticed for doing something positive. Because that new policy made such a big impression on me, I implemented that strategy in my home. I'm genuine with my praise when one of my kids does do something good, especially if he or she has had trouble with it in the past. My consistent praise for good actions has rubbed off on my own kids, and it shows in how they treat their siblings and their friends. So catch your kids in the act of doing something good, and then let them know it. How do you make sure your family has structure and discipline? Share your thoughts in the Mighty Mommy Facebook page or Twitter. You can also email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. Before I sign off, I wanted to share with you a quick preview of what's coming up next week. One of my family's favorite topics, celebrating birthdays. We'll talk about some fun and creative twists that you can add to your kids' upcoming birthday bashes. So I hope you'll subscribe to the Mighty Mommy podcast through your favorite platform so you'll get notified when this episode becomes available. Enjoy your family time. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Until next time, happy parenting. Happy parenting.